welcome to another episode of Mostly Sports. This is your host, Keon St. John. I'm finna break down this AFC, NFC Championship games we both, we all witnessed yesterday. <clears throat> Two great games. Came down to OT. That's what you want. Unless uh, your team was on the losing end, then uh, you're feeling kind of sour today. But that's what happens when you're playing for it all. When you are when you're playing for a chance to play for it all. When you do that, you know, when the stakes get higher, the more your feelings are gonna get hurt. Especially when you this close, when you as close as both of as both of the losing teams were, <clears throat> you can taste it. You can see it. You damn near already start celebrating. That's how close you can. That's how close you see it. But just how close you see it. That's how fast it gets snatched away. And that's how fast you'll be your team will be back in their locker room, clearing out their stuff, preparing for next season. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start off first with this AFC Championship. These Patriots, these Chiefs. Very very highly entertaining game. Pretty much what I expected. <clears throat> I expected a tough game on both ends. Um, it was a defensive game early, or first half rather, fourteen nothing. Patriots came out almost looked like it was going to be a rout, but as the Chiefs have proven all year, I didn't expect expect for it to be a rout. The Chiefs have been showing the ability to strike fast all year. I've seen them, you know, do 35-second drives, 49-second drives. You know, they're a very explosive team. They have very explosive players, especially on offense. So I didn't expect for them to stay down long. And, and sure enough, <clears throat> you know, KC had zero points in the first half, and they had 31 points in the second half. <clears throat> so they came out, you know, uh, with a chip on their shoulder in the second half and really let Mahomes – sling the ball around the weather was not a problem for him his arm you know he has a rocket for an arm or a cannon attached to his shoulder however you want to describe it but that boy can throw the ball he is, he is it's what they call he has what they call arm talent you know he can throw that ball all over the field um but pass came out you know kind of like to start the game to set the tone before the fireworks started in the second half they came out kind of like they did against my Chargers last week as far as, <coughs> you know, they controlled the ball on the first draft, on the first drive, marched right down the field, and pretty much came out with a physical defensive game plan against the more athletically superior team, which was the Chiefs. And damn near anybody who plays against the Patriots, for whatever reason, you know, they always playing against a real tough Oh. But they always, Belichick always makes a good game plan to to counteract that all. And what he was able to do this game, which he did last week, and also reminded me of what he did in that first Super Bowl against those Rams, the the uh, the greatest show on turf Rams. You know, Tory Holt, uh, Isaac Bruce, Marshall Falk, Kurt Warner, those dudes. Even Ricky Poe, even Ricky Pro was on that team. Um, they beat up the receivers off of the line of scrimmage. <clears throat> you know, 
which basically, you know, they're impeding their progress to get down the field. Because in all reality, like I, like I said last week, I felt the, the, the Chiefs had a better team. I expected the Chiefs to win this game because I thought they had better players. Tyreek Hill is a mismatch. Kelsey is a mismatch. Sammy Watkins is a mismatch. Pat Mahomes, like I said, he has a cannon attached to his shoulder. He can throw that ball all over the field from all different kind of angles, on the run, off his back foot, sidearm, no look, however you want it, he can get it to you. So physically, I expected them, you know, to have that mismatch. But what the Pats defense did was, like I said, they beat up the receivers. It made it hard for them to get down the field cleanly, which gave the defensive line time to get to Mahomes and pressure him in the pocket. And it also knocks off the timing. You know, sports, football, everyone to look at, it's all timing. You know, you have to be in the right place at the right time, uh, especially passing the ball with the receivers. You know, Mahomes, he wants to drop back one, two, three, four, five, throw. One, two, three, throw. Five yard out, quick. Uh, that post he wants to sit back seven step seven on that seven step he wants to let the ball go but when you got pressure and when you're beating up the beating up the receivers off of the line of scrimmage <laughs> that's gonna be a problem for them getting down the field it's gonna mess up the timing and that's exactly what it did at least early in the game like I said all you know you're not gonna hold a good offense down too much but your best bet is to hope that you can slow them down. And that's what the Pats did. They slowed them down in the first half. Like I said, the Chiefs had zero points in the first half, 31 points in the second half. They caught on, but it didn't matter. They needed some of those points. They needed at least another touchdown, at least one touchdown in the first half. And they win the game, you know, based on the score. You know, they lost by six. They scored one more touchdown. You know, that's seven points. They win the game. Kick a field goal. They win the game. So, you know, that's Belichick once again coming out with these game plans. Um, Belichick and Brady are four and one versus the number one offenses versus number one offenses in the postseason. The Chiefs were the number one offense this year. It basically means that whatever year it is, whatever best offense that they face, they're able, if not shut them down, to slow them down, slow them down enough to get the victory. I mean, four and one, I mean, that's no fluke. <clears throat> that's a 100% game plan. You got to give Belichick his credit. And and Brady, you know, he, he follows that game plan too. You know, they handed the ball off a lot. The Chiefs were named, was not was not able to stop the run all year this year. And it proved to be the same thing in this AFC Championship game. Um, Sony Michelle, 29 carries. 113 yards. You seen Burkhead? Uh, forgot how many yards he had, but he was a factor as well. He ran the ball well. Scored that last touchdown, the one to win the game. They ran the ball, and um, one thing that I saw too was I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him some props right now, which I I've been reluctant to do because of who his quarterback has been. I'm gonna give Edelman some props right now, Julian Edelman. Yesterday, he had uh, some big catches. We all saw it. But also, what he did was 
he got his 100th postseason catch. That's a lot of catches in the postseason, which is second all time. I mean, when you second all time on any list, hey, you're doing something. So he earned my respect yesterday. Like I said, I uh, I thought I just thought he was going to be another Welsh Wecker, just a regular slot guy. But he's in. He's been even more clutched than Wells Walker because he hasn't had that uh, concussion problem, which isn't Wells Walker's fault. I mean, you know, it happens. You know, some some people get more concussions than others. But he's been dependable, and that offense moves really, really well when he is in the lineup. You got to remember, pretty much they got two receivers on offense. Is is it's, it's uh, Edelman and it's Gronk. That's it. Gordon is gone. God bless him. Hopefully he gets his life together. Um, but they don't have anybody on the outside that is threatening you, like a Tyreek Hill, you know, like the Chiefs have. You know, so, you know, that was something, too, that they really don't have nothing. But whatever they got, they use it to the best of their ability. On all those third and tens that they just kept on kept on converting, you knew it was either going to have to be Edelman or Gronkowski. Doesn't matter. Shout out Josh McDaniels, the Patriots offensive coordinator. He consistently put them in good positions, brought Edelman into motion so they wouldn't be able to get no jam on him. And he was able to catch all those passes over the middle on a consistent basis. That was something. Um, I thought eventually they might bring somebody over to help against him or maybe they might want to zone up a little bit. But... You know, when you give up those third and tens consistently, those are heartbreakers. Heartbreakers for your defense, heartbreakers for your fans. I mean, just takes the air completely out of the stadium. You can hear a collective gas from the stadium on every one of those conversions. Like, a, <sighs> I mean, it's just really physically and mentally draining <laughs> to see that. Matter of fact, they had 13 third down conversions in that AFC Championship game. That is the most in 35 years in a postseason game. 13 third down conversions. And over half of them were 39, third and tens. Over half of them were third and longs. It didn't matter. And that's the Patriots doing, being the Patriots. They beat you many different ways, which is why they've been able to keep on winning and keep on getting back to the to the Super Bowl, no matter who their opponent is, no matter where their personnel is, <clears throat> Belichick puts it to use and gets the best out of it. You know, Sonny Michelle is a rookie. Hey, it don't matter. Come on, Rook, get on in here, get these 29 carries, and uh, we'll take care of you. You know what I mean? He loves rookies because a rookie, you know, is cheap and, and you got a lot. You got a lot of you got a lot of work to get out of. You know, he's brand new. He's hungry. A rookie's gonna be, you know, it's, a rookie is like a, a, a employee on his first day. He's gonna do his best work, you know, on that first day. You know, so a rookie's gonna be playing his best on that rookie contract so he can get that next contract. Sonny Michelle played well. I mean, he's a good back period. I'm gonna take nothing away from him. He went to Georgia. You remember he was number one at Georgia. Played really, really well. Damn good back. I knew when the Patriots drafted him, they was going to use him well. They haven't had a good back, a good consistent back in a while. You know, you got to damn near go back to Corey Dillon. 
even Antoine Smith, as far as just a consistent back. You know, now they shuffle guys in and out. Um, and even though he had 29 carries, that's a lot of carries too. 29, that's a lot of carries for one for one player. They still had more carries to go around for Burkhead and even James White got a couple carries. So um, I was impressed, impressed with that. And I think experience played a small factor. You know, zero players on the on the Chiefs ever played in a AFC Championship game. Zero. Thirty-six New England players have previous played in a NFC Championship game. AFC Championship game, excuse me. That's 123 total games to zero. And you say that doesn't matter, but it has to count for something. You know, if I've been here before, then, you know, I kind of know what to expect and I know how to deal with it. I'm going to give a little shout out right now to Pat Mahomes. Uh, he played well. He had a you know slow first half. He did have a few overthrows. Um, he did hold on to the ball a little bit. He got sacked a few times, but he came out throwing the ball well in the second half. You know, 31 points in the second half is that's a lot. And that was really pretty much them letting Mahomes do his thing. You know, they bet their best when when he's you know just able really to drop back and and and, and innovate and. You know, be on point, looking down at making plays down the field. And once they start opening up the field, then all that underneath stuff started opening up for them as well. Uh, lucky for the Patriots, they didn't start doing that, though, until, you know, third, fourth quarter uh, in OT. Or not not OT, because they didn't get the, they didn't get a possession. Uh, we'll talk about that another day. Uh, or speak on a little bit right now, I think the NFL needs to change that rule. I think you've got to at least give the other team a chance in the postseason. Maybe not in the regular season. I realize the health concerns and want to make sure these players stay healthy, but in the postseason it's too much on the line for a coin flip to decide the game, pretty much. Because you can just say if the Chiefs win that coin flip the way that they was on fire, the way that Andy Reid finally got up got in rhythm with his play call with his, with his play calling that you know, they probably would have went down and scored and won the game too. So uh, they need they need to change that. I, I, we we all probably looked at it and and when it was an OT and said, you know, when Brady won, when when the uh, Pat, Patriots won the won the toss, it was like, yo, this game is probably over, man. It's probably a wrap, man. We've seen we've seen him do this countless times, <clears throat> and the only way he's not going to do it. I'll give you two examples. Remember versus the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Um, in that overtime, he drove down the field and he scored and they won the game. Remember last year, though, versus the Eagles in the Super Bowl. They had a chance had the ball with a chance to drive down the field and they got sacked and fumbled. And that's how they lost the game. You gotta get pressure on Brady to have a shot. You got to get pressure on Brady if you have a shot to have a shot, which I thought the Chiefs would have been able to do. They haven't been able to stop the run, but they've been able to get pressure on the quarterback all year. The Chiefs led the league in sacks this season. They had zero against Brady. Zero. I mean, 
and this is how I felt last week with my Chargers. You know, we got Bosa, we got Ingram. You know, <clears throat> me Bane came back, um, so I felt good about getting pressure on him. But that's that offensive game plan. That's that Brady and that uh, that Belichick. The plan, if the plan is to get the ball out in 2.3 seconds every single time, no matter what, then that's what you're gonna do, and that's what they did. That's what they did. Chiefs, I was surprised the Chiefs didn't get any sacks. I, I, that was a telling, telling stat because, like I said, they led the league in stat in, in sacks, and for them not to get one was huge. They got they they converted uh, converted them third and tens, but would they have been able to convert it if it was third and nineteen? You know what I'm saying? Third and seventeen. Are they completing those passes or you know? So. That was a telling stat, so I was surprised with that. Um, and another telling stat was Tyreek Hill had one catch the whole game. He's way too good of a player, way too productive of a player for them to have uh, for them to have for him to have one catch. And some of that was. Patriots getting pressure, and some of that was him getting beat up off of the line of scrimmage. That not affecting the timing. Now he did have that one big catch down the field. He also had a he also did beat his defender down the field a little bit later in, uh, in the game, but uh, Mahomes underthrew it, almost got it intercepted. So, um, you know, in these big games, though, your players got they got to show up. Your big dudes have to show up. If they don't, then it's going to be tough to win. You need to get production from everybody. You see, the Patriots got production from everybody on offense. Even Dorsett, who's been quiet most of his Patriot career, had a big catch. Gronk, he had his best game of the season in his AFC Championship game. He had some of the big catches of the year. He ain't been doing nothing as far as catching the ball most of the year. But he did something yesterday. They got a lot out of Sonny Michelle, got a lot out of Burkhead, got a lot out of Edelman, you know. All that being said, the Chiefs still had chances, chances to win. Um, they just didn't, you know, and, and also there's a few, a few mental breakdowns that caught that, that cost them one mental breakdown was that D Ford uh, offsides penalty. You know, remember, that was an interception. That's the game right there. I, I don't know Brady don't talk about God, but he got to believe in him because you know that was a little luck right there, a little bit, whichever way you want to look at it. He throws an interception, which which would have been his third interception of the game, but D four lines up offsides. But why does D four line up offsides? Because he's trying to get to the quarterback. He ain't, he didn't have a sack all game, and he's dying to get there. Those defensive uh, ends and defensive tackles or D linemen all together. You know, they, they, they want to eat the quarterback. And they it, it kills them when they rush the game all, rush the quarterback all game and don't get to even get close to Brady. They barely even hit him, let alone didn't get a sack. So, you know, that was something too. But we're going to give respect to, to, to where it's due. Um, Patriots do it again, man. I'm tired of them just like y'all tired of them, for real. I'm a Charger fan, though. Oh, you know I'm tired of them. But these Patriots, they just, uh, 
they keep on showing up and showing out, man. You know, it's like, it's like here they are. It's like they beat Phillip. They beat the old guy last week, the vet. And then this week they beat the new guy. They beat the young buck, the, the young MVP. Now they're playing another young bull in uh, Jared Goff in the Super Bowl. But it's like these Patriots, man, they've just been stopping everybody's shine for years, man. <laughs> for years. And you have to laugh about it in order from, in order from, you know, can't take it too serious because it can piss you off. Like, yo, what's going on? Look at Cleveland. They're just trying to taste the playoffs. <laughs> You feel me? The Patriots, though, is out here living in the AFC championship game, living in the Super Bowl. That is, this will be their 11th Super Bowl uh, appearance as a team, which is the most in the NFL. This will be Tom Brady's ninth Super Bowl appearance, which is the most for any quarterback in the NFL. I mean, come on, yo. Come on, man. Brady, but like I said, you, you know, respect uh, is earned and is taken. You know, you earn it and you got to take it sometimes. They keep taking it. It's just, I mean, I don't care if they got Randy Moss or or Welker or Edelman. It doesn't even matter. They going to come out on top. Like I said, I felt yesterday that the, the, the Chiefs should have won the game. I bet on the Chiefs to win. I picked the Chiefs to win. But then again, how in the hell could you ever bet against Brady and Belichick? How? Because I thought that the Chiefs had better players. But just because you have better players doesn't mean you have the better team. The Patriots had the better team and they played like the better team. They didn't make those mental mistakes. And if they did, they didn't, they didn't get called for it, however you want to look at it. Like I said, they was the most aggressive team. And the most aggressive team normally gets a little bit of the leeway because if you play on the edge, then, you know, you're going to get away with more stuff than not because you're always on the edge, you know. So, you know, they earned it. So the Patriots are heading back to the Super Bowl once again. Uh, a little, little ironic side note, you know, the Red Sox and the Dodgers just played in the World Series. So this will be the first time two major cities like this uh, will play in the World Series and the Super Bowl. So the Boston Red Sox just won the World Series. I hate the Red Sox. No question about that. Um, <laughs> here comes the Patriots again. It's like... <coughs> I'm tired of seeing... Ben Affleck and Mark Wahlberg at the damn games. <laughs> I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of it. But, uh, you know, these Patriots are going to be there, man. Until Brady sits down. When Brady leaves, you know, then everybody else can eat. You know what I'm saying? Brady is like Jordan in that uh, in that sense. You know, when Jordan was, was winning those titles, when he won in six, he stopped a lot of people from eating. You know, he stopped... My Patrick Ewing from eating. I'm a Knicks fan. He stopped him from eating. He stopped uh, Carl Malone and John Stockton from eating. He stopped Gary Payton and uh, Sean Kemp from eating. You know, stopped at uh, a few other teams. But nobody could eat but him. And this is, this is what the Patriots is doing. 
Now they haven't won like three in a row, three in a row, like like the Bulls did. But and they let a couple people get some titles. Uh, obviously, uh, the Eagles got one, um, and the Giants got two on them. But I mean, we still have stopped a lot of people from eating a lot, mainly everybody in his AFC East uh, division. Um, it's it's been it's been it's been crazy. Uh, my Chargers, you know, we lost to them in what? Oh, whatever. I forget. Whatever. Philip is like 0 8 of them. 0 8 against damn uh, Brady. So pick one. Two of them has have been two or three has been in the uh, postseason. Three of them. Three's been in the postseason. Um, you know. So, but we'll see. She's talking about coming back next year. I mean, I, I don't know. He'll be four. He'll be forty-one years old next year, dog. I don't. I don't know if that matters. Goddamn Brady and Belichick, man. But respect to them, they earned it. Um, they have been impressive, and uh, there they go. Congratulations, also to the Chiefs, though. They had a great season. Made it to the AFC Championship. Put it all in perspective. If you're a Chief fan, when's the last time you was in the AFC Championship game? You know, so I know it sucks to lose. You had you had the game, you had the opportunities uh, to win, but uh, you know you lost to the Patriots. Um, take a little solace in that. You know, people, everybody, everybody has that L on their on their resume. It's a lot of he's giving out a lot of these playoff L's right here. He just hands them out. You want some? He gave he gave you know uh, Peyton a whole bunch of them, a whole bunch of playoff L's. Gave uh, Philip two of them or three. Uh, even gave Big Ben a couple, you know. Big Ben still was able to sneak in. I'll give Big Ben his props real quick. You know, any other quarterback to get Super Bowls in this era, you know, you had to go through Brady at one at one point. So I'll give uh, credit to uh, Peyton Manning got one in the AFC with the Colts, and uh, Big Ben got two with the Steelers. I'll give him their respect, but you know. Pretty much, that's that's the only been the only slip up for these for these Patriots, and they they stay consistent though. It doesn't matter if they lost it like they did last year or or if they won, they'll be back. They've shown that they'll put the work in, and once the once the postseason starts, they're gonna be in your grill, causing a problem. And I hate it. I root against these Patriots, but when you earn respect and you take respect. You know, I'm a I'm a big obviously you guys here on at the end of each of my podcasts, the win with class, lose with class. I truly believe that. You know, if I'm gonna I'm play my heart out against you, but if you win, then you win. I'll shake your hand. Good game. You know? And if I win, I'll still shake your hand and good game. But uh, you know, you can't be sour about it. Um I mean you can be for like the first week or so, then after that, you know, you gotta you gotta suck it up and and, 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 and take the L like a man. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, however many times I keep rooting against these Patriots, they keep on winning. They keep on winning. So I'm gonna let that I'm gonna let that soak up. I'll be back to y'all later with that NFC Championship breakdown. I was I was talking about. I referred to at the beginning of the podcast. Thank you for your time. Please remember, one with class. Lose with class. I'm out.